Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? Want to gamble? They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Welcome to the bonus round. This is a chance for us to bring you some additional content, not a part of the usual show. 360 Vegas Reviews is our opportunity to look a little more depth at all things Vegas and share the experience with you. Today, we are being joined by our friend Alistair at BlueStorm2000 on Twitter, and we are discussing BrewDog. BrewDog looks face. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I you, can't even get out of the words out of my mouth. Well, you are a little well, rusty yeah. at this. You see, this is, yeah, it's been a very long time since I've done one of these, so yeah, I'm very much out of practice. So <laughs> try, try that again, Jay. Okay. So BrewDog Las Vegas can be found at 3767 Las Vegas Boulevard South. I'm using the word found loosely because it's not that easy to find. <laughs> That's an understatement. From across the strip, there is a giant LED billboard on the side of the building showing the location of the entrance. However, you need to scale two fences, cross eight lanes of road for that <laughs> sign to be of any use. Please don't try that. Do yeah. Not, yes. This is, this is not a challenge. <laughs> right. It's like, it's just a, do not do that. Uh, walking on the east side of the strip, you can easily walk past it. It's in the same block as the Ross store and the Hard Rock Cafe. So look for the giant guitar. If you reach the Target store, you've gone too far. <laughs> it's, you're not kidding. It is a impossible to find like little doorway there. Doesn't it? Isn't it the same entrance as Olive Garden? It too? is. That's right. They share. They share yeah. an elevator. Right. An entrance in an elevator. It's crazy. Yeah, I think I could have done a, done a better job with, with access to it. Right. right. Say. So the entrance to the Brewdog is shared with the Olive Garden restaurant. So entering the building when you actually find it is almost like entering a speakeasy. It really is. <laughs> Uh, you enter a small lobby through two office building looking entrance doors uh, where there are three elevators. Once inside, someone will indicate which elevator to get into and which floor to go to. And Brewdog is situated on the third floor. That's Bre- crazy. That's a, it's a third and then they have a roof, right? Is that on well, top? And they, and, well, and Brewdog is multiple stories, yeah. So yeah, you, okay. you go in on the third floor and then you've got the rooftop, so it's right. two stories. Okay. So, as you said, BrewDog has two levels. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we're not reading ahead. No, yeah, no. Not. <laughs> just, <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to steal the thunder. I've not read any of this review. <laughs> so, yeah, so, it has two levels. So I like one, to keep it organic. <laughs> uh, on one level on the third floor is entirely indoors, and an upper floor, which is split between indoor space and an outdoor patio. A large metal staircase links the two levels. The decor is very Brewdog for anyone who's visited any of their other locations. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, com- yeah, completely. Uh-huh. Um, there's a mixture of um, high tables with stools, booths with tables, and casual couches and chairs uh, with modern art on the walls. Dotted around are books to read and board games to play. I didn't even see the books to read. I saw the games yeah. you play. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's yes. funny. Um, it, it's all very urban chic living, as if someone had jizzed an entire IKEA catalog <laughs> into a warehouse loft space. Oh my god! <laughs> nice. 
There's a visual. That is the best way to describe it. I mean, exactly, you know. <laughs> you know everyone knows exactly what I'm talking about now. So they have a, a look. So BrewDog has a look, and this location looks like all their other locations. Yes, where they've got, I think, like in, especially in the UK, where they've done more modern venues, uh, it is very much the same style of you know, furniture. They have other places where they've just converted pubs, you know, older pubs, mm-hmm. and put slightly less. This is, but this is it, very much of their. I okay. think, this is their prototype. I think of their destination locations. This is very typical mm-hmm. of the kind of decor that they, they do. Got it. Okay, so as to our experience, uh, Mark and I visited on a cold, windy December night. So indoor seating was definitely our preferred option. Yeah. After missing the entrance, <laughs> turning around and finding the entrance, <laughs> we were soon at the third floor hostess stand, where we requested an indoor seat on the upper floor. A few minutes later, we were eventually given a table number of 326, told to go upstairs to the second hostess stand and give them our table number. Uh, they can't radio that shit up. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a little concerning that they're, they're trusting the, uh, the customers. Hey, remember this number and go tell them upstairs. I know, right? Yeah, exactly. So upon arrival at the second hostess stand, we gave them our number of 326 and we're probably sat at table 303. <laughs> what are the tables numbered? Can you yes. see? Oh, okay. There are table numbers which they seem to completely ignore. So it's again. So this is the, this is the start of our service issues. Oh, this doesn't sound like it's going to go well. Uh, yeah. Very shortly after our server arrived and gave us the menus, he noticed Mark was wearing a hockey jersey with 360 Vegas on it. We explained it was his podcast, and the waiter assumed that it was an ice hockey podcast. <laughs> And gave us a three-minute monologue about ice hockey and podcasting, etc. Oh, we didn't have the energy or the ability to get a win in Edgeways to correct him. Uh, moments later, he returned with a new server, telling telling us his shift was over, and this would be a new <laughs> server. And she was <laughs> great and was a much better server than he was. Little did we know what was to come. <laughs> oh man! It's like foreshadowing. Exactly. <laughs> Wait. So, so he spent three minutes. Yep. Like he came over, introduced himself, spent yep. three minutes talking about hockey and podcast, walked away. Yep. And then just came back with somebody else without bringing you a drink or anything. No, nope. nope, not that point. He's like, ah, you know, he just basically introduced himself. I'll be your server tonight. She's amazing. And then comes back and said, oh, actually, my shift's finishing. She's taking over. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I can um, already sense marks frustration level growing with I this. had already been it drinking was, that day I was okay <laughs> oh you're alright okay um, so we ordered our food and drink so I had the the lost lager which is a pilsner and Mark had the jet black heart which was a stout and they were both priced around the $11 mark they're pretty good beers I've said while it isn't as good as as um, Banger Brewing it's it's a it's an acceptable replacement like you can go okay well at least I now get Brewdog I didn't completely lose a good you know a uh, uh, Local brewer, all right. Yeah. Not well, they're not local, right? Yeah. But okay, so it took longer than anticipated for the drinks to arrive, uh, given that we weren't sat that far away from the bar and the place wasn't busy. Uh, however, when they did arrive, we did like what we had. So yes, mm-hmm. I, I think I very much. So very, I think it's got a very solid range of, of beers they have there. Yeah. But also, there's a lot of them on tap, depending on which part of the bar that you sit in. Yeah. So then for the food we ordered, so we had the house salt and vinegar chips. <laughs> they sour, were not good. <laughs> with sour cream <laughs> really? and chive dip. Yeah, it didn't taste anything like salt and vinegar chips. Now, well, hold on, let me ask. Alistair, did they taste like British salt and vinegar chips? No. So again, they were, let's say further down the review, we're saying they were inconsistently cooked. So there was, some were really too, were too thick and undercooked. Some were too thin and overcooked. Barely any vinegar on them at all. 
Okay. So it was just. So it wasn't it just. Wasn't, a, it Mark was, was just looking for an American version, and right. it wasn't right. that. I think had they had there been consistent slicing of potatoes and consistent cooking, it would have been a different story. But what they gave was just like a mishmash of kind of potato gunk. Yeah. But also the the <laughs> dip that came with the, the cheese or the chive dip was just in a so- giant saucepan. Again, way too much dip. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so we also had the uh, giant beer pretzel with honey mustard dip and beer cheese dip. Uh, the Bacon Deluxe Burger, which was an eight-ounce beef patty, house-cut with candied bacon, shop cheddar, and house burger sauce. And it also comes with fries. And I ordered the Salami Origami Sourdough Pizza, which origami. was... Origami. <laughs> <laughs> Finocchi Salami, smashed <laughs> Nepali tomatoes, mozzarella, charred sweet corn, and basil. So I think the burger was $25, and the pizza was $22. $25 for a burger? Right. I hope that was a good burger. It was a good burger. So uh, when the food arrived, we noticed that the chips were missing. <laughs> we asked the server about this, and she glanced down at her notepad, looked back at us and said, oh, my bad. I had written the order down, but I put the order in by memory. So much for our fantastic right. server. Oh, my goodness. Like, you know, I, this, this server's going to be amazing. And yeah, oh, sorry, I just... I wrote it down, but didn't actually put it in. Right. And I this, didn't reference my own. And this was the first week that the, the Brewdog had opened, right? right so that we you gave guys them went. A shit ton of uh, leniency on this because it was obvious they were still working, working out the, the, the service issues. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, you would think that if you took the time to write it down, just glance at your notepad before you put right. it in. Double check. Oh my goodness. So we've all, we again we, we talked about the chips, but then, so in contrast, the beer pretzel was actually really good. It was but good. served with tiny amounts of beer cheese and honey mustard. Yes. So you know they they got the proportions. They could have switched the the, yes. the sour cream and chive dip for the exactly. like that so size for the beer cheese. Beer cheese yeah. <laughs> as opposed to the whole thing, <laughs> because it, it did quickly get uh, used up. I mean, I really enjoyed the sourdough pizza. It was thin with very tasty toppings, a good mix of salami, tomato, and mozzarella. I scoffed a lot. Really, really good. <laughs> yeah. um, having had these in the UK, the recipe and the preparation has survived the transatlantic crossing. Oh. So I'd have this again. So it's very, it's exactly the same pizza you have in the UK. Wow. I couldn't tell the difference between what I've had had from them in the UK versus over here. So it's good to it's know. It's obviously yeah. a, a consistent sourdough pizza recipe. Yeah. Uh, so with the exception of the thick cut bacon, which marked pull from the burger having a face that looked like someone had just put a, an aborted fetus in his food. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, he just he he it like slices the when, ham. When the it's burger nasty. arrived, you know the, the it's because it's thick cut bacon. It's the thick cut, yeah. Literally, kind of slid it out, and he was like, <laughs> "Oh, what is this?" <laughs> and I'm guessing it wasn't like crisped up at exactly. all. It was no, it was very no, fatty, it was that, and it was the fatty. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gross. Yeah, that's we're not fans of that kind. So yeah, that was a that was a facial expression to remember. Um, <laughs> but uh, apart from that, he seemed to really enjoy the burger. I have absolutely no <laughs> poker face when it comes to food. <laughs> no, no, you don't. <laughs> so again, so it was cooked, uh, cooked medium, pink in the middle, seasoned very well. So I think we may have a winner there for Mark. You got yeah. a you got a burger medium. Uh, I think I asked for it uh, a medium well, and they and it came medium. Yeah, but uh, I was but it like, was it was I tolerable. Took a good bite out of it, and I was like, this is fine. I, okay. I can eat this. All right. We were then joined by our great friends Ryan and Rebecca, oh, that's right. who were in town, and ordered another round of drinks from our She's Way Better Than Me server. <laughs> uh, we were seated in a corner booth by a large plant pot and some suitcases left by some unfortunately delayed travellers. <laughs> As our servers carried the four beers on a tray to our table, 
I notice you seem to be heading not to the easily accessible part of the booth, but to that corner. Uh-oh. I had that horrible, you can see an accident about to happen from a mile away feeling, and I was just thinking, that beer's going to fall over, that beer's going to fall over. Oh, no. no, no. Sure enough, <laughs> one of the beers, my beer, typical, uh, <laughs> falls over. That's karma, when you're watching it happen and you didn't say anything. <laughs> What's he going to do? Watch uh, it, careful, careful. <laughs> now, the, beer, the beer spills all over her hoodie. All oh. over the plant pot and all over the suitcases. I can't believe wow. you missed me. So if she's crazy. the amazing server, how bad would a original guy actually be? Right. Oh my god! Yikes! So yeah, so that was that was quite the incident. Then the guy had to come over and clean up. So the, some guy came with a mop and cleaned up the suitcases, <laughs> and cleaned up the pot plant, cleaned up the floor. Oh, but yeah, now that I mean, depending on the type of suitcases, if it was any kind of fabric suitcase yeah. and not the Someone's, hard plastic, right. that suitcase is just going to reek of beer. Like you yep. can't get rid of that. Some poor German tourist is going to have a, a very beer. <laughs> were the tourists <laughs> sitting there, like next to it, or their no, luggage was just no, kind of tucked? They, they, they didn't seated. witness it, so they were sat further away. Had they been sat where we were, they would have gone, "Oh my god, what we done to our luggage?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> they didn't see that. Right, so, th- uh, yes, yes, three, three, three beers successfully delivered. And my replacement beer arriving shortly after. Uh, we then finished up the food and ordered one last round of drinks from our now no longer wearing a, a, a surgery <laughs> server. <laughs> Suffice to say, when these drinks arrived, they were carried across by an entirely different server. Uh, <laughs> I forgot Thank about goodness. That. <laughs> Phew! I thought to myself, that's the end of tonight's drama. But no. It was then Mark's turn to pick up the baton. Uh-oh. At some point during the conversation, Mark gesticulated in such a way as to knock over, but also catch his beer. Oh, no, wait, that's right. he knocked it, it over and full, caught it? Yeah. Managing to spray the entire table, the leftover food, the seats in the booth, and the floor. Oh my God. It was so spectacular. It could have been a Bellagio fountain show. I totally clips of the heart. <laughs> just thinking that. Oh my yeah, God. I, was, I told you, I was drinking already during that day. And then I was gesturing. I'm Italian, Karen. I gesture. But it was the fact that you, you knocked it and caught it. I know. I was, you had like cat-like reactions. I was kind of impressed with myself. But still managed to get it all over the place. Yes. Yeah, it was a full beer. Uh, but uh, fortunately, we were able to kind of mop it all up. We did have enough, like, they would give us so many napkins to work with that we managed to kind of nap it, uh, sort of mop it all up, and managed to get away with that splidge unnoticed. <laughs> um, so before leaving, we went outside to the patio, and the view is spectacular. You get sweeping views from Mandalay Bay to the Mirage. Uh, so when the weather is nice, this place is going to be a perfect outdoor space. And unlike certain other beer garden with a view on the strip, there are no bullshit CNF charges. Oh, let's Yay. hope it stays that way. Let's hope so. Uh, so to summarize, although there were multiple service issues, it didn't spoil our enjoyment. This place should do very well, having good beers, burgers, and pizzas right off the bat. The draw is going to be the roof terrace, and the drawback is going to be the location. Yeah. Yeah. Price-wise, it's in line with the rest of the strip, with $11 beers and food at resort level pricing. I think overall, in our opinion, it's worth a visit. It'll be interesting to see what other people think. Yeah, I was so impressed that I brought Karen to, so she could. What was your your uh, experience? Well, so again, I'm I'm not a beer drinker. Right. Um, I did try one of their specialty cocktails, and the, I don't remember. I was trying to look up the menu, but they don't have the cocktail menu on the website. Um, I don't remember the name of the cocktail, but it got served with a shot of beer. Oh, I remember that. And it, the beer was an IPA. Yeah. Ooh, poppy. Yeah, and <laughs> it, I don't know what this cocktail, how the the cocktail and the beer are related. Because the cocktail was good, the the beer was, bleh, bleh. I mean everybody 
at the table because we met up with another another couple there. But everybody at the table tried it and was like, yeah, that's pretty gross. <laughs> um, so I don't know why those were delivered. And then Mark got the, the beer pretzel again, which... I wasn't impressed with the cheese sauce or the honey mustard sauce. Like I, it's, yeah. it doesn't rank high on the list of pretzels that I've ever had. And then I ordered the, um, the crab on toast, um, which was pretty good. That, that one I liked, but it was, it was a lot. I, I feel like, um, which for $20 it should be, but right. it, that would have been, and I, I did share it with the folks at the table, but it was, it was still a bunch. I think the, um, the couple that we were with ordered the wings and yeah, that's right. Yep. Trying to remember if they got something else. I don't remember. Um, but no, I mean, it's this, they were still having service issues. Um, oh, that's right. It took forever for our server to come over. Yeah, we ended up getting our own drinks because it, it just yeah. took way too long. We got up and went to the bar and just ordered them. Um, and so I don't know if they were doing a shift change or whatever. And then it was it was chilly that day, and they had yes. the the heaters out, but they weren't turned on. Or they didn't have uh, mm-hmm. enough propane in them. They or they didn't have any propane yeah. in them because I think they didn't. But everybody like the other folks that were seated on the rooftop because we were out towards the the strip side um, were going to these heaters and trying to turn them on, and none of the staff was paying any attention. Well, and the one that us. we did get got a little, little move. Like, hey, don't touch it. It's like, yeah. well, how about you turn it on? It's fucking cold. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it wasn't, the service was not the best. And everybody just, I don't know, the hostess on the second floor just didn't seem to know what she was doing. The whole thing was just, I don't know, maybe, I hope they figured out the service aspect. Yeah. I personally, because of the location and not being a beer drinker and the food that I had was just kind of okay, I'm... I'm not super excited about going back. Wow. But again, I don't know that I'm the target audience for this place. Right, right. But I think it's going to come into, I think summer is going to be the true test of whether they can make it work. Uh-huh. Because right. with that, you know, with the being outside and the view, that's going to be the draw. Yep. Well, and it'll be interesting to see outside in the middle of summer. I mean, when, when it gets into April, May and the weather's nicer, that's going to be one thing. But when it's 100 and, 15 degrees outside. Yeah. I think, yeah, once once the sun goes down. <laughs> like Once the sun goes down, <laughs> imagine, yeah, it'll... Imagine during the day, it's like, yeah, this is going to be too hot. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like it's going to be too much. Too hot? I don't understand what that means. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we know, Mark, you're weird. You're the minority like, For normal human beings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was our review of BrewDog. As always, we encourage you to go out and experience these things for yourself. Please don't take our word for it. Food and drink prices, hours of operation, and happy hour deals are all subject to change. Be sure to check with the property for the most up-to-date information. Check out 360VegasReviews.com for show notes, as well as any pictures or video we took from the experience. <laughs>